0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to It Was Tuesday with your host, James Chen. And uh, it is actually unbelievable right now. But in under two weeks, in under two weeks, we are going to find out which qualified player at Capcom Cup is going to be $1 million richer. <laughs> now, it's probably pre tax. <laughs> So maybe not exactly a million dollars, but uh, it'll be very, very close. But that's right. By the time we finish uh, February 25th, we will have one player crowning themselves as the newest winner of Capcom Cup, the first winner of Street Fighter 6, and the winner of the largest prize pool that has ever been awarded at uh, a fighting game event. So uh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be glorious. It's going to be wonderful. Uh, does the winner get a custom skin again? Actually, that's a great question, Kelvane. I have I have no idea. Uh, but, yeah, this is going to be uh, the craziest Capcom Cup ever. Again, first year for Street Fighter VI. I, I, c- could put people potentially be saving tech? I don't know. I don't know. We're not in a world where, where we're like that anymore. It just feels like at this point, um, you know, we know so much about the game and nobody can hide anything anymore. So uh, all the cards are on the table. And so I feel like this is going to be a wild one. Again, first year of Street Fighter 6. Yeah, shout outs to Capcom because honestly, yes, is there stronger characters than other are there weaker characters for sure. But balance for the game, really, really strong. Not really any sort of, like, glaring problems, right? Like, we're not going to have... I mean, Luke, obviously, very strong in this game. He's not going to be dominating. There's a lot of Lukes in here, but he has the potential to be upset. Uh, we've seen in a lot of tournaments, you know, eight different characters in the top eight, you know, uh, et etc. et cetera. We just saw Zangief doing work at Frosty Faustings with Ramsey. So what does that mean for Snake Eyes at Capcom Cup? You know, it's going to be uh, pretty, pretty nuts, actually. So I'm excited for Capcom Cup. It's gonna be wild, but you know, for this year, I just kind of wanted to make sure that. We know everybody who's going to be involved as a player at Capcom Cup because I, I, you know I want to highlight these players, and obviously some of these names are completely brand new to me. So a lot of these players I personally won't have that much information about them. Uh, but I think it's really cool that we get a chance to take a look at this, and for you guys at home. We definitely want to keep an eye on these players and understand, you know, where these players are coming from, where their story is, uh, and where and how they've reached this point. So uh, let me go ahead and switch over to this over here. And I will switch over to this view, and Capcom Cup has kindly already given us uh, a bunch of, info. you know, all the players listed here on their website. But, of course, I've also gathered a little bit of extra information here. But remember, there were three offline premieres that players qualified from. And, of course, Angry Bird uh, from uh, the United Arab Emirates here, if I have that correctly, UAE. Uh, From the city of Abu Dhabi, of course, uh, Angry Bird qualified by winning at EVO. Now, is he one of the favorites coming into this? I mean, clearly, I think he is. Uh, He's been in a bunch of Capcom Cups in the past uh, uh, and has always done particularly well. But, you know, here in, in this game here, usually people have been talking about Big Bird, Uh, as the stronger player. But recently, Angry Bird has really kind of uh, launched himself into this position of being one of the favorites. And uh, he's using one of the strongest characters in the game, Ken. Again, don't let Phenom trick you into anything over here. Ken is still clearly one of the strongest characters uh, in the game. Uh, And, uh, I mean, again, he he won Evo. He's definitely in position to be one of the favorites uh, here um in this tournament so uh again keep an eye on him you know again just just to kind of set this up right away i don't think that there's a single player here that i would pick over the field i don't think there's a single player here i would pick over the field at all because i think all these players are so strong including red bull's own gotcha kun uh gotcha kun of course uh winning the singapore offline with Rashid, so he's one of the uh, few Japanese players actually uh, who was able to come out and uh, get a spot at Capcom Cup. Because crazy enough, there's not a lot of Japanese players in this uh, in this tournament, and largely because there was only you know a few spots available to them. So these offlines were the only real ways that a lot of the Japanese players could get here, and so uh, Gotcha Kun sitting here with the Rashid. And Rashid is slowly but surely kind of becoming a character that people are getting more and more frustrated with. (laughs) Uh, His mix is really strong. Uh, Isar, his critical art level 2, is still one of the most brutal things to deal with. Even, you know, in Street Fighter V, that V-Trigger 1 was always a problem, and it's still a problem. So uh, it's still really... (laughs) Super, super good. Oh, we'll talk about the LCQ uh, in a little bit, Psycho Damo, because that thing is going to be uh, brutal as well. Of course, uh, from Singapore, Chris Wong uh, qualified at the France Offline. So Chris Wong, for the longest of time, has been a player who has been very, very strong, worked really hard, got second place, at the uh, Singapore Singapore premiere, so here he is now uh, in uh, first place at the France offline, so he's actually qualified uh, as well from Hong Kong, representing Hong Kong, and so uh, really excited for the Hong Kong crew out here, and honestly, is he one of the best Lukes out there? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, he's clearly one of the strongest Lukes out there, two offline majors in a row of second place and first place, really, really impressive placing. So Chris is definitely going to be a problem, (laughs) Uh, a problem. Yeah. We'll talk about that, uh, that Twitter post in a little bit as well. So, uh, to hollow, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that, uh, in a little bit. So, those were the three offline premieres, of course. And um, let's go to the online premieres over here. So, from the Oceania region, Travis Styles showing us the, uh, the Zoolander pose over here. Uh, Travis Styles, obviously, is a player from Australia. Uh, and has been uh, part of these Capcom Cup events for quite some time. He was here last year at Capcom Cup. Uh, he was in all the exhibitions uh, during the pandemic years of Capcom Cup. Travis has been consistently, consistently the strongest person uh, at, at from Australia for quite some time. He definitely has some, uh, you know, uh, competition there. Uh, but he's always, always done really well. And, um, I i mean, clearly right now, I think he's the favorite from Australia. He used to be a Balrog player, yes. Uh, and, dude, like, don't even describe him that way, Douglas. Like, seriously? You meet him in person and, like, dude, like, seriously? Like, there's just, like, he just, you just see him and you're like, Wow. <laughs> You're like, "Uh, wow, okay, hi, hi. You know, you start doing the little giggly thing. Uh, You know, but Travis, uh, this year, is a Chun-Li player. He does have a sub of Jury as well, but uh, Chun is his main character, uh, and I think that's kind of what he's going to be sticking with. Obviously, Chun, a very, very strong character. Uh, Central America West uh, online was won by Kusanagi. Now, keep in mind there are two Kusanagis now. If you are watching uh, SFL EU, there's a Kusanagi out there. He is a young player, uh, but this Kusanagi here uh, in who qualified uh, and is from Mexico, uh, if I'm not mistaken, let me make sure I have that correct. Yes, there we go, from Mexico. Uh, He is an old-school player. He has been around for quite some time and has constantly always just barely didn't make Capcom Cup. And I think last year was the first time he finally qualified for Capcom Cup. And uh, this year he is also here again having won Central America West. So, uh, again, a very, very strong player. Uh, has been for quite some time and really excited to see how he's going. I mean, he was in top 64 at EVO this past year out of 7,000 people. So, you know, clearly a very, very strong player, but excited to see what he's going to be able to do out there. Again, another Ken player here. Uh, I Yes, this is the same Kusanagi who was playing Sakura uh, in Street Fighter V, if I am not mistaken. Uh, Somebody out there can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that that is correct. So, Kusanagi from Mexico. And, of course, one of the surprises here and probably going to be one of the favorites for a lot of the viewers at home, Snake Eyes, (laughs) qualifying out of U.S. West. Uh, shockingly enough, taking it over Reynolds' JP, the sole Zangief player coming in here. And a lot of people are going to be rooting for him. And the thing about it is this is an interesting situation here because uh, a lot of people have mentioned this. And like I said, we saw what Ramsey did at Frosty Faustings. And it wasn't just like he beat a couple of, you know, So so play I mean he beat players like JP, uh JB, he beat Joe Umarogan, who was another qualified player, etc. etc. Ramsey did work with Zangief and Frosty Faustings. And you know what? A lot of people, even Ramsey himself, would probably argue that Snake Eyes is the greatest uh Zangief player uh in Street Fighter VI right now. And uh, the crazy thing about it is there's been a lot of tech discovered for this character, and you don't get a lot of practice against this character at the level that Snake Eyes plays him. And Snake Eyes is also one of the best at adapting, and so he's actually going to be a little more dangerous than we think. I mean, my prediction right now for Snake Eyes is he's either going 0-2, and and we're all going to go, yep, Zangief, or he is actually going to make a very deep run. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be one or the other, right? I don't think there's going to be, like, a a middle kind of thing. I feel like he is just going to basically uh, make this surprise deep run and catch everyone off guard. Or, you know, basically unfortunate due to pools, he's going to get stuck in some pool with, like, seven JPs or something like that, even though there's only three uh, JPs. But... He is definitely a player who instills fear. I mean, someone in the chat saying he needs to instill fear. Uh, Vang Horn says that. And, uh, honestly, I mean, I can't imagine how he doesn't instill fear just by being there because you know it's snake eyes, right? Uh, South America West, uh, we have the player Duki here who qualified. And he is from Argentina. So we have an Argentina player over here, um... Um, uh, I'll talk about that a little bit later, Moose. Uh, I'll bring it up when we talk about that uh, tweet from Capcom. Uh, so again, we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the stream. So uh, if you want to just jump to that, check the timestamps below if you're on YouTube. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. So, uh, But again, Dookie coming up here. Yes, goofy name, of course. But you know what? I mean, if his plans are to shit on all of his opponents, you know, with this JP, he's one of the three JP mains coming in here. He definitely has the potential to because uh, JP is a very, very scary character is one of the most blessed characters in in Street Fighter 6. And, again, awesome to see a player from Argentina. And, again, you know, we're in a position, of course, where a lot of people are like, oh, other players deserve to make it. Who are these guys? Blah, blah, blah. Well, what? He won the online uh, tournament over here. So that's uh, pretty impressive, of course, already. But, again... CPT is more about representation from around the world. It's more about showing off the talent from around the world. So, again, you know, we're going to see some players here that we don't know. But that's kind of what we want, right? Because, again, the nature of the fighting game community is giving everybody a chance to shine. Uh, I mean, honestly, like, keeping costs low, like, I feel like it would be cheaper to actually not do it this way. Because flying people out from all these different regions, I feel like, is more expensive than than having it so that you have multiple players qualify from the US, et cetera, et cetera, uh, honestly. Yeah, and, and, and MJK uh, says here uh, in the chat that Latin America is no joke skill-wise. And that's the thing, right? I mean, before good netcode, one, We haven't had a chance to see it. And two, they haven't had a chance to prove it. But thanks to good net code in all the fighting games now, we are at a position right now where uh, Latin America is really ready to show its stuff. And that's one of the coolest things about this. But obviously, a player that needs no introduction here, NL, uh, obviously qualifying last year as well, doing really, really, really well at multiple events. Uh, been a strong player since, uh, the beginning of Street Fighter V, uh, from Korea, uh, one of the, uh, f- few South Korean representatives, uh, over here. Uh, but you know, he's been rocking that Luke. Uh, we got to see him at SFL. Um, but he won through the Asia East tournament. So this is actually really cool to see. And uh, I'm, you know, again, I-, I still remember at last Capcom Cup, you know, uh, he lost a match and I was in the talent area downstairs uh, from the stage and he just walked in and he had just got sent to losers and he just had this look of absolute defeat on his face. This guy wears so much of the pride on his sleeve you know he he's a very emotional emotional guy and that automatically brings out the sympathy uh from me and then i just i looked at and now i was like don't worry man like that's just one loss you got this you got this and yeah and he went out and he went oh and he went oh and two against his next opponent and then won three in a row i believe that was momochi he actually won three more in a row to to eliminate momochi from the tournament so Uh, Yeah, this guy is just talent overloaded. But like I said, I I love the passion. I love the heart that he has. And I think that's really, really cool to see from players, you know, that kind of passion. Speaking of passion, none other than Kaba from the Dominican Republic. I mean, we all know him, right? I mean, he is the uh, greatest cheerleader in the world here when it comes for players from the Dominican Republic. Uh, one of the premier guile players, I think one of the only two guile players that we have here at Capcom Cup. But uh, Kaba is, yeah, again, there's a lot of people who get mad at his personality and his energy. But frankly, I love it again as a person who is empathetic and who loves emotion. I love seeing this guy cheer so much, you know. He, and like I said, when you watch Blink uh respawn. Uh, the stream at the tournament, everybody in that country was like that, right? It's just not like it's just, it's, it's bred, it's inherent in their culture to cheer and be loud and to support the team that you're rooting for. And I think that's wonderful. I think that's wonderful. So, You know, I I could only wish that I would have someone like Kaba cheering for me, except I don't like when people cheer for me because then I feel like I'm disappointing more than just myself when I lose. And so I get really, really stressed out. So if you ever see me in a tournament, don't cheer for me. (laughs) Because I don't want to disappoint you like I I disappoint myself constantly. Uh, But yeah, Kaba, again, wonderful person. And again... You know, I've had a chance to hang out with him. You know, outside of tournament environments, uh, visiting the Dominican Republic uh, before, and again, just a wonderful, wonderful kid. Great head on his shoulders, uh, very smart, and like I said, uh, interestingly, very humble too, and very, very like when you you would imagine that we would just go and he'd be like, yeah, yeah, you know, like all bombastic, but again, very, very uh, humble kid, very smart kid. And uh, I, I, I really thought uh, it was really cool to see. I thought it was really, really cool. OK, you can cheer for me for being a commentator. Sure, that, that works. Uh, and then Namikaze XTM from Brazil, which is an interesting one, because Brazil has a lot of very, very strong representatives. And in fact, I think it's only one year in Capcom Cup history that no Brazilian players made it uh, since Street Fighter 5 and even since the majority of Street Fighter 4. I think there was only one year where Brazilian didn't make it, but, like, the first year was one Brazilian, then there was two Brazilians, and there was three Brazilians, you know, when we were doing the point system. So, again, Brazil is full of a lot of strong players, and it's really interesting to see uh, Namakazi XTM be the representative from the online CPT. Again, like I said, there are so many strong players there uh, to have Namakazi be the one to represent Brazil uh is is quite amazing actually and uh very uh you know that just speaks to how scary this guy is going to be and he's a DJ player like uh W Marot says in the chat which means uh we all have to be scared cuz DJ is a problem let's be honest here but to be able to take it and I remember a lot of people talking about him and you know the Brazilians talking about him is If I'm not mistaken, I don't know, uh, W. Marot, if you're actually from uh, Brazil or not, or if you know more about it, but he's pretty young, if I'm not mistaken. And so he's actually kind of a new up-and-comer. And and the fact that he actually came out here and just basically uh, blew everybody up is impressive. I mean, he's never been in Capcom Cup before. And uh, so hes I feel like he's a relatively new player. Uh, but, uh, oh, you are from He's in his 20s, so there you go. Very young players, one of the new blood on the scene and representing Capcom Cup, so he's going to have a lot of pressure, but at the same time, hopefully that youthful exuberance uh, will allow him to, you know, get past that kind of nerves. I'll be really excited to see what he can pull off. Uh, Jobby M, what a great story for Jobby M over here. Uh, Jabi M is from South Africa, so we actually started getting South Africa representation. And sure enough, he was at Capcom Cup, uh, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't he at Capcom Cup last year? Uh, He qualified for Capcom Cup last year. Let me see here. Yes, he was there last year. And uh, so it was really cool to see him. And, you know, when he played... Uh, he didn't do so well at Capcom Cup, but, you know, the bright lights, the pressure, the stress is all going to be there. And then the first thing he does in Street Fighter 6 is beat Tokido at Red Bull Kumite. And, you know, everybody was like, oh, my gosh. And they did that in South Africa. So he had the crowd, home crowd support home crowd support behind him, et etc. Et and now this is going to be his second Capcom Cup. So in other words, he's going to be a little more used to this and knows a little bit more what to expect. So I wouldn't be surprised him uh, surprised to see him do a lot more damage this year. Uh, I, I think that that's really, really cool. Ah, so W. Marot saying that uh, 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 Namakazi is 24. Dang. Okay, nice. These young kids, man. What is this? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but <laughs> Jabiem, Uh i I'm really excited to see him come out and represent South Africa, South Africa again, and you know, hope he actually gets to take some names this time. Uh, I've already mentioned Phenom a little bit. I keep making the joke about his propaganda, uh, but you know what? Uh, to be fair, Phenom, clearly one of the strongest players on the planet. Uh, if you guys manage to watch, shout out to the sub from JDog, appreciate it. Uh, if you guys watch SFL EU, Phenom's team, the Zero Zero Nation, uh, took the SFL EU, so they'll also be representing for the Street Fighter League finals during the Capcom Cup week. But he was clearly the MVP. He was clearly the MVP of SFL EU. He's so strong, he's so good. He's a, a talent beyond anything that I've ever seen. Phenom is a great name for him, and honestly, like um, uh, uh, I keep saying that, I think he has the greatest reactions uh, in that I've ever seen from any player. Whenever he has to do stuff like confirms and stuff, this guy's reactions are absolutely ridiculous. So, uh, Phenom again from Norway. From Oslo, Norway, of course. Uh, but uh, he is such a strong player. He is clearly one of the best out of the EU region. And uh, no surprises to me if he goes really far uh, in this tournament. Consistent, very solid, just great decision-making. Uh, I'm really, really uh, excited to see what Phenom... <laughs> he got Nikali's medium kick nerfed in Street Fighter Five. Yeah, I mean, in Street Fighter V, honestly, one of his biggest biggest weaknesses is that he stuck with Nikali for so long. I know he did pick up some secondaries and such, but, you know... All the Nikali players honestly got kind of screwed during Street Fighter V because in Season 1, you know, being one of the only four characters that had a true wake-up DP, he was kind of strong, you know, the the wake-up jabs, the anti-air jabs, and then just every season, every season after that, I just felt like he never got any love. He got nerfs and just buffs that didn't really make a difference. So actually seeing Phenom going with Ken... Uh, he's gonna be able to really show everybody what he's capable of. And again, honestly, one of my favorite players and one of the funniest guys too. Phenom is a is a hilarious guy. <laughs> you just talk to him and he's is he's just he's really cool. I like Phenom a lot. I'm a fan of Phenom. Okay, uh, if it's not obvious already, uh, definitely one of my favorite players. Uh, but from Europe West, we have uh, Garnett. And if I can pull up his information over here, why can I not find... Oh, there he is. Garnett from Europe uh, West. And really, really cool to see. Again, he is from Italy. And that's really, really cool to see. Uh, A lot of these EU scenes have a lot of players that are very strong and we don't get to see a lot of... Like, I remember uh, when I was commentating ICFC... For EU uh, Guilty Gear Strive. You know, one of the stories was the Italian players, a lot of the Italian players coming and doing well. And, you know, they had players in Italy, like there was one particular player, I forgot what his name was. Uh, But, you know, for Strive, he would learn every character that was a bad matchup for one of their players so he could train them on how to fight them. You know, there's a lot of solidarity in a lot of the countries that don't get as much representation. Obviously, you know, uh, EU, we have a lot of UK players. We have a lot of representation from France. But Italy is one of those uh, areas that hasn't. Yes. okay, for sure. MJK, correct. Yes, thank you for reminding me that Italy was kind of popping off in Tekken 7 uh, last season. So Italy was definitely doing some work in Tekken 7, but Italy really hasn't shown its stuff in Street Fighter in Street Fighter yet as much. So to have Garnett here qualify from Italy and to do it with Dalsum is really cool because Dalsum again is going to be uh, a very very scary character, uh, not top tier. Uh, personally, I don't believe anybody can be top tier without a wake-up OD. Uh, but Dalsum is very scary and might be one of the best characters that doesn't have a wake-up OD and might be one of the characters that if he got a wake-up OD, he'd be kind of broken, so maybe he doesn't need one. I don't know. But Dalsum definitely has a lot of threat here, and, uh, if you don't know how to fight Dalsum, and again... Just like the Zangief situation that I was talking about with Snake Eyes, how many people can you find to practice against Dalsam, right? Most of the people that you're gonna be able to practice against Dalsam are in this tournament, right? Uh, I feel like uh, Ikita from Arizona is going to be one of the most valuable players uh, in the U.S. because he's got a very, very strong dulcim, and he's not qualified. So anybody who wants, anybody who gets put into the same pool as Garnett or Mr. Crimson, hit up Ikita from Arizona to get some practice over here. So. Uh, yeah, and Dhalsim, like I said, very scary character. Do not underestimate him. If you are going in, not sure how to fight Dalsum. And I swear, Dhalsim only gets stronger with time. And it's just, Dalsim, Oh, he's such a scary character, honestly. Um, online premiere Asia. DCQ from China. He was here last year. Remember, him and VX Bao showed up and were like, Oh, you've heard of us. You're scared of us. Dude, you should be scared of this kid, Zen, uh, from China. He's hella good. (laughs) And then Zen, you know, just got, like, what, second place at Capcom Cup last year to Mena RD? He kind of did all right after winning the LCQ. Uh, But DCQ, clearly uh, one of the strongest characters Over here. (laughs) Propaganda to keep Dhalsim low tier, says Shenron. The James Chen propaganda to keep Dhalsim low tier. As a Zangief player, okay, maybe you got me. (laughs) Maybe you caught me. I will neither confirm nor deny any such accusations from Shenron in the chat. I will not confirm or deny any such accusations. Uh, Zaffarino might show something at the LCQ. Yep, another Dhalsim player. But DCQ, again, one of the three JP players. JP, who is clearly one of the strongest characters in the game, not with a lot of representation, interestingly enough. And uh, clearly, DCQ is one of the best JPs in the world. So, you know, if anybody is going to do damage and make JP look as scary as, you know, we all expect him to be, DCQ is going to be one of them, especially if Kakeru doesn't make it into the tournament. I, I'm not sure if Kakeru is confirmed for the LCQ, uh, but uh, if it's if Kakeru can't win the LCQ, then he's going to be rooting for the DCQ here uh, in JP Solidarity here. So uh, DCQ, one of the best chances to really show what this character is all about. So that's going to be... Uh, We're going to have to keep an eye on that, just like we have to keep an eye on Big Bird. Who doesn't know Big Bird? Obviously, uh, not actual brother, but spiritual brother of Angry Bird. These two have trained together so much, and Big Bird has been one of the strongest players in the globe for a really, really long time. Him and Angry Bird being really the first players to, you know, make a dent in the FGC from the Middle Eastern region, from the UAE, of course, which is where Big Bird and Angry Bird are both from. And, of course, one of the main representatives of that Mariza. Even though she doesn't have an OD wake-up, Big Bird has said that he believes Mariza you know, is one of the strongest characters in the game because one mistake and she wins, right? One mistake and she wins. And so he feels like she's never out of any match. So, you know, he really believes in this character. Now he does, I think he is building up some secondaries and such, but again, you know, uh, the, the work has Big Bird, Big Bird has done with uh with marisa is crazy and really is kind of the blueprint for all of the marisa players uh, out there um uh no no he uh angry bird is the is the uh ken player uh oh in five in five yeah 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 yeah, in five then uh uh mjk has it right big bird early in seasons uh angry bird later in seasons but again, Big Bird, look uh, again. He's one of the best players in the world. Uh, I, he he won Red Bull Kumite uh, South Africa. Uh, I just, I, it's hard to count this guy out, and when you and Angry Bird are both of such high-level play, and you guys are training together each and every day, it's hard not to improve. You know, people have often asked, like, you know, God, how do I get better if I don't have a scene, if I don't have a scene? A scene is one other person, honestly. Now, clearly, Big Bird and Angry Bird have other people they play against, but You know, there are so many examples of two players who continue to push each other, who continue to tell each other's weaknesses, who continue to give each other advice, teach your opponent how to beat you. And if you have the right person with the right motivation, the two of you together can achieve levels like Big Bird and Angry Bird have achieved. Uh, again, it's one of the most powerful things to have is somebody who is motivated with you and, again, is willing to teach you how to beat them. And when you find somebody like that, that is that is just going to make you better so much. And, yeah, they are secret to each other's success, says MJK, a very good way to put it. I don't want to say that that's the only reason because clearly again, they've got a scene. There's a lot of players and there's a lot of strong players to compete against out in that area. But again... The fact that they have each other cannot be underestimated on how good it makes both of them. Big Bird is not here without Angry Bird. Angry Bird is not here without Big Bird, you know, not to this level. And it's such a powerful thing. And it's one of my favorite duos if of fighting game history. Like, I used to always talk about uh, uh, I, Peru... And uh, Gustavo, 801 Strider, all the time. Big Bird and Angry Bird are, like, the super version of that, basically. Uh, Bravery from Asia Southeast. Uh, Singapore player. So very, very cool to see a uh, Singapore player here. And strangely, like, th- the only Cami rep, I think. The only Kami rep in this tournament. I think somebody else... Seconds Cami, but I think Bravery, yeah, Angry Bird and Knuckle do have secondaries for Cami, but literally Bravery is the only Cami main here in the tournament, which is what? <laughs> what? But yeah, from Singapore, and we've seen him play, and he's a very, very strong Cami player. Uh, but, yeah, it will be interesting to see what he can do with her. You know, there's a lot of people out there, you know, who are on the fence. Like, there are some people who are just like, this character was so good, Cammy's so broken. And there are people who are like, you know, Cami's not very uh, good at all. <laughs> you know, she's overrated. And it's really hard to say. Like, Japan rates her so high. But, again, one representative here at Capcom Cup, one representative... That's crazy, right? Yeah, Punk and a Hurricane aren't in there. Uh, none of the, like, Kazunoko isn't in here, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it'll be really interesting to see how Bravery can do. I'd love to see Bravery really make Kami, you know, shine and really start taking down some names, but... We'll see how that goes. Uh, before Cammy was considered, you know, very, very important because of her countering of JP. And while that still is revel- relevant, which is why Knuckle Dew still has a Cammy and clearly did that at US East to beat Bananaken, uh, you know, I don't think that matchup is as skewed in favor of Cammy as we originally thought it was. So, uh, but uh, really excited to see what Bravery can do. And again... Shout-outs to Singapore representative. He's not the only Singapore representative, of course. We'll see that in just a little bit. Uh, next up, uh, we talked about Garnett from Italy uh, and his Dalsum, but you can't really talk about Dalsum players without talking about Mr. Crimson. Let's face it, uh, he took the France-Spain-Portugal uh, online qualifier. Obviously, he is from France. Uh, himself, and is the premier Dalsum player in all of EU. Sorry, Garnett. I mean, I, I think even Garnett would agree with that. But, you know, in Street Fighter V, his Dalsum was ridiculous. He got really high up. He was one of the favorites to actually win Capcom Cup last year. A lot of people talking about him because Dalsum had reached a point where a lot of people considered Dalsum either the best or the second best character in Street Fighter V. Uh, Dalton was really strong in that game. Now, again, as I mentioned with the Garnett segment, Mr. Crimson obviously, n- I mean, sorry, Dalson clearly not as strong as he was in Street Fighter V. But uh, still, I think, a very, very formidable character, especially in the hands of a player like Mr. Crimson. And even at Capcom Cup for an eight-year-old game, Mr. Crimson was pulling out some tech that we hadn't seen before when he was doing like Dalsim's yoga anvil to like hit Rashid when Rashid was trying to jump off the wall. And we were all like... What the heck? You know, he was doing some crazy things. So, uh, Dalsim is one of those players that is kind of like endless tech. So, I'm really kind of scared to see what kind of uh, tech he's going to bring into Capcom Cup. Uh, Forrest says, best in EU, in my opinion. I will argue with that. I think that there's a couple of people. Like, I, I talked about Phenom earlier. Uh, But there's a couple of other players that are in here that I'll be talking about that I think give Mr. Crimson a run for his money. Uh, MJK mentioned one of them. (laughs) Valmaster, okay? Spoilers! Valmaster. From the UK Ireland region, it's Rain Pro. And this is very weird. (laughs) He qualified for the CPT online for the UK Ireland region. Uh, not Problem X, not Hurricane, not uh, Ending Walker, but Rain Pro from Hong Kong, <laughs> and everybody's like, "Uh, wait, what? What?" Like the other Guile in the tournament. But the thing is, he moved to the UK. Slash, he moved to the UK basically for school. So he lives in UK right now. He is actually he legit qualified to play in the UK-Ireland uh, online qualifier, even though he's from Hong Kong and he will most likely be representing Hong Kong. He managed to beat everybody with his guile uh, at uh, in the UK online qualifier. So Rain Pro uh, kind of, I mean, stealing the spot. But, you know, I mean, again, there's nothing weird about it. There's no funny business going on. I was commentating that tournament, and he clearly was the strongest player from that region for that day. And so you got to just, you know, that's what you take over there. Now, of course, that's kind of frustrating for, I'm sure, the UK-Ireland players. We did get one of the UK players to qualify from World Warrior. We'll talk about him in just a little bit. But again, Rain Pro from Singapore kind of taking this spot here. But again, very, very justified, very, uh, you know, You know, he definitely deserves it. And really cool to see another Guile uh, in this situation here because Guile is another character that can cause a lot of problems, but there wasn't a lot of Guile representation. I think Rain Pro and Kaba are literally the only Guiles uh, in the tournament. So uh, here we go. Um, oh, yeah, get off Hong Kong rep, get Fei Long. put Dan in again, right? You <laughs> put Dan in again. Um, so then, uh, from Japan, former EVO champion Kawano. Uh, look, it's no question at this point in time if we're going to talk about the best in Japan that Kowano's name can't come up, right? I mean, obviously we have our favorites. We have the Daigos and the Tokidos and the Bonchans, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But Kuano is arguably the best player in Japan right now. I even got him to say that when he qualified. He's like, yes, I'm the best in Japan. I was like, let's go. But like, honestly, I really, really think that he is the strongest player in Japan right now. He's been so consistent. He's been growing up in an environment in Japan where this is, uh, thanks to Daigo and Bon Chan and everybody paving the way, he's uh, living in an environment where he's encouraged to practice and pursue this path as a as a justified career, and so that those kind of factors and just how talented he is and how strong he is, just all puts together one of the most deadly players that we possibly can find. Uh, again, he was the only person that could stop Idom's run of terror at Evo 2022, and so uh, Kowano again, uh, he's just. At this point in time, yes, he is considered one of the new blood, one of the younger players. But uh, now I don't think that there really is a question about the talent of the up-and-coming younger players from Japan. There's so many good players. The younger players are, I feel like, are outperforming the veterans uh, from Japan. And Kawano is leading the way as what I think is clearly the strongest player from Japan right now and Forrest in the chat even says Kuano might take it. He was one of the favorites last year at Capcom Cup, but uh, yeah, Kuano taking it would not surprise me at all. He's got a character in Luke. He's one of the most solid Lukes out there. He's one of the most fundamentally sound players out there using a character that basically has everything you need to win any matchup. Kuano with a hitbox, with Luke is definitely one of the scariest com- combinations. Is he one of the favorites to take this Capcom Cup? Absolutely. Absolutely. If you do not have Kuano on your short list of favorites to win Capcom Cup, you're just wrong. <laughs> In my opinion, you're just wrong. Because this guy is really, really strong. So I'm excited to see what Kuano does. Uh, clearly is going to do some damage, KnuckleDoo, dang, oh man, I can't, I mean, again, everybody knows, like, I talked about Phenom being one of my favorite players, like, the way that I feel about Doo, you guys do not even understand, like, I, I adore this kid, so it's because I can't be biased on commentary at Capcom Cup, I'll be biased here, and just talk about Doo. I mean, again, I, I love this kid so much. You know, every time I see him succeed, there's this proud father feeling that I get when I was watching. Uh, He won the last matchup with Cammy, so they put Cammy up there when he beat Banana Ken. But he's actually a Guile player with the Cammy secondary. So that's how we're counting him. But again, like, I I love seeing Knuckle Do succeed. I love watching him continue his strong play here in Street Fighter VI. Uh, Again, just what a wonderful story, you know, this kid who just decided to pick up Street Fighter, started to play Street Fighter, and now is one of the greatest Street Fighters in the world, former Capcom Cup winner, you know, uh, father to two kids uh, out there, and just uh, really doing wonderful stuff for himself, and it's just one of the things that's really, really great to see. Uh, I love, I love seeing. Hey, there's nothing wrong with eating TV dinners, Forrest. Nothing wrong. <laughs> but again, um, you know, clearly Knuckle Knuckledu is uh, one of my favorite players, and again, always so proud to see him doing well. Always, you know, I will always in my heart be rooting for this guy. Um, I've talked about this with Mana RD, with a lot of players people like knuckle doo people like mena rd are the reason why i do what i do because to give to have the fgc be able to give somebody uh, this amazing life to be able to have accomplishments that they might not have been able to get without the existence of the fgc uh, you know that's the kind of thing that i do this for I want to see these players with these tremendous talents that, you know, I feel like are very worthy talents and, 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 and deserve to be rewarded. You know, to see these players find success, not just in the game, but in life as a result, these are the things that make me want to keep doing what I'm doing. Those are the things that make me continue to try to promote fighting games as much as possible. You know, when Tokito said fighting games are something so great. It meant that Tokido felt like those de- you know the decades of playing really were worth it, and that fighting games are worth your time, and that's why I got so emotional. And when I see players like KnuckleDoo, you know the- he is one of the things that makes me go yes, yes, fighting games are something so great, and so really cool to see him here. Uh, Knuckledo obviously a big threat at the tournament. Excited to see how he's gonna do. Uh, but our last online premiere winner is Safe, and he qualified here because he got second place in the online tournament. Uh, to Joe, oh no, actually, I think he did beat Joe Umarogan. He actually legit legit beat Joe Umarogan uh, at the at the online tournament. If I'm not mistaken, uh, let me see here. Do, 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 do. Yeah, he did. He did. Let me see. CPT and yeah, he did get first. He did get first. So. Uh, Again, Smoked Out Ninja, it was because he beat Banana Ken with Cammy in grand finals. So they put Cammy there. They were just putting whatever character you win with in grand finals behind you, basically. Uh, But safe from Canada. Taking U.S. Canada Midwest, keep in mind that that the online uh, CPT for Midwest... You know, had a lot of very strong players. We had Jack. We had Dual Kevin. We had you know, uh, um, uh, um, you know Brian F was in there. We had uh, El Chacote. We had Shine and all these things. And first and second place for CPT Online for U.S. Canada Midwest were both Canada players. And so this is really, really important to, to, to note here. And this is a really important message, I think, to kind of talk about here. Um, it's actually really cool to see that because Canada is a region due to its proximity to, you know, the United States that, you know, everyone talks about best in NA, best in NA. And people seem to forget Canada's there. You know, we don't talk about Canada as much. But, you know, being able to see SAFE take down so many players, and it'll be really cool to see uh, SAFE try to really, you know, show the power that Canada has. Uh, Obviously, he's not going to be the only Canadian there. There's two more Canadians that we'll get to in just a second. But again, having SAFE qualify here for uh, Capcom Cup. And again, does anybody know SAFE personally, or is anybody from Canada – who knows him is his name do we pronounce him as safe or is it saif like somebody actually told me that the name is supposed to be pronounced saif right which is an actual name uh so i don't know if it's just a different spelling of it i just don't want to get to a different i don't want to make that mistake when i see him at capcom cup i'll try to ask him if nobody knows uh but i'll call him safe for now because uh, it's the safe thing to do. But uh, I'll ask him to make sure. And if it is Saif, I'll make sure I fix it at Capcom Cup. But that's the last of our uh, online qualifiers here from the online CPTs.